afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to episode 28 of the DCP podcast. I'm your host, Anthony McAvoy, joined by my two co-hosts and best friends, Max Bourne, Daniel Christian. Fellas, it's been a minute. How we feeling? Draft day, baby. It's draft day. It's been it's been a long time coming. <laughs> so it actually is, in fact, draft day. We are recording this like four hours before the draft, and I'm going to have it out before the draft. That's a promise. Master editor uh, over there. <laughs> so, fellas, we've been gone for a long time. It's been about a month since we recorded our last episode, which was literally just titled Chaos. Um, the NCAA tournament, yes, was nothing but chaos. Uh, we are now deep in the throes of Major League Baseball season, the Stanley Cup playoffs, the NBA playoffs. And we'll get to those things. Not the There's NCAA a lot going on. <laughs> not, not the NCAA tournament. That's that's old news. That's, that's done. Let's yeah. talk about it. Um, we will get to all of that in the next coming weeks. You know, as uh, Max finishes up his tough season uh, in the spring. Daniel, of course, you're free, man. You're 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 free. A little earlier than I would have liked, but wait, I am free. <laughs> Hey man, it's year one. Only up from here. Only up. Hey, we're coming back, coming back with the vengeance. Only up from here. But, you know, we are going to do our best to get a little bit more uh, consistent. But nevertheless, as we just mentioned, tonight, the 2023 NFL draft. And what better way? to celebrate the draft than to do a mock draft. So how this is going to work, we're going to start at one. We will all give our pick. We'll, you know, break it down a little bit, not get too, too in-depth, but break it down a little bit um, and then move on because we've got 32 teams to get to or 31 teams to get to because Miami doesn't get to pick. (laughs) Sorry, Frank. (laughs) Sorry, Frank. (laughs) So. Um, I was going to start, um, with every team, but just given that the Carolina Panthers have the number one overall pick, I feel like it would only be right if Daniel got to make his pick first. You're too kind. He deserves it. Honestly, I've been going back and forth, just basically saying anybody but Will Levis. Um, And I honestly, for a while, thought it was C.J. Stroud. However, in the coming weeks, Bryce Young has really picked up momentum. Uh, Panthers apparently have had their decision made for the past month or two, but just officially come down to it. I think Bryce Young is the only realistic pick uh, for number one at the end of the day. If you're going to stay at number nine, that's where you pick up an Anthony Richardson, a Will Levis, maybe even a CJ Stroud if he's still there. And if you trade up to number one, you go for Bryce Young. Uh, yes, he's a little bit small. I'm not worried about that. Small quarterbacks have thrived in the NFL. Look at Russell Wilson. There's other examples. Um, Bryce Young is just so smart. He runs, you know, runs pretty much a professional offense at Alabama, multi-dimensional. I think he's going to be the franchise guy. I wouldn't even be surprised if he starts Week One for Carolina. 
I think they found their guy for the next 10 years. It's an exciting thing for kids that's now seven to eight years old. Cause I remember 12 years ago when I was 13 years old, they drafted Cam Newton. That was my guy rocked with them throughout his whole career. So kids that are preteen teenager range, this is going to be their like Cam Newton. And I could not be more excited for the Bryce young era to start for Carolina. Can't wait to see Bryce get a super bowl in Carolina. Um, I kept that short, but you'd be proud. You you oh, did. I was pretty yeah. proud. Uh, Max, you want to go ahead? Uh, I I completely agree. I think Bryce Young is the pick here. Uh, uh, like like Daniel said, a pro level offense at Alabama. He's probably one of the most pro ready quarterbacks for this draft. Uh, and I I mean, you trade it up to one. You don't just do that not to take a quarterback. So I think Bryce Young is your pick here. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go chalk with this one as well. I think Bryce Young is the obvious answer. Um, not only do I think he's the maybe the best player in this draft, but I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what Carolina does with the rest of their draft because I, I don't think at the top, um, especially once you get out past the first round that the offensive line uh, position is very strong. So I think Carolina probably in the second round is going to pick up uh, a lineman. But Well, Federer also said he's going to look to trade, trade up potentially. Yeah. So or I, trade I, down whatever is there. Yeah. So I think I think Bryce Young's the obvious answer here. Um, I I just don't think um, that Carolina would take a risk on Levis Richardson. Um, I think if there was a little bit more confidence in Richardson, then he'd be the number one pick. But I just I again as a Florida fan, I have said that I think Anthony Richardson needed another year. And Richardson, someone I'd be fine if we stayed at nine. I'd be cool with picking up Richardson. I I told you that. Like, yeah, I think Richardson outside of top five is a good pickup. Right. I think if you uh, wanted to take Richardson, you would have stayed. I don't think you would have made that 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 uh, that much of a rise to the number one pick. When you go up you to were. number one, your only two options are C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, and I think Bryce Young's a better option. Right. Right. So moving on. Um, I'll preface this now. We are going based off of the current draft order. So we are not doing trades. We are not doing anything like that. We are going off of the draft order as it is set right now. Um, so at number two, the Houston Texans are going to select. And I'll let Daniel, uh, you know what? Here's the order. Daniel, Max, me okay. oh man i i really appreciate that number two i think they're going will anderson i do not think the texans are interested in a quarterback at number two if his name is not bryce young i i it's so much i think if the panthers somehow don't pick pick up bryce young texans will literally just scream their pick from their office they're they're not even gonna like waste any time but i think the texans go will anderson and i think they're gonna hope that another like Maybe C.J. Stroud falls number 12, which we'll see what we think. But I think at number two, they're going to go Will Anderson. Me personally, I'm going to stick on the hype train. It just could just be my bias, but I think the Texans are going to take a quarterback, and I think they take C.J. Stroud. Okay. Listen, I know there's a lot of controversy with this guy, uh, with the test and like his attitude and everything like that. 
but the biggest thing and from what I've seen of him playing in college, the dude knows ball. And he mm-hmm. says that he plays football. That's what he does. He knows the game. And, you know, you look at last year, how far they made it um, without like a Smith and Jigba and like their wide receiver tight end one, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I just think if you want another perennial star, not as much as Bryce Young, but I think the Texans in this situation, you take Stroud. I know you got Davis Mills over there, but I think Stroud is going to be your answer for the future because the, and I'll say it again, this guy knows ball. Absolutely. So I'm also going to take a will, but I will not be taking Will Anderson. I think the Houston Texans take Will Levis at two. Wow. So I actually don't hate that. <laughs> here's here's the reason why. I think CJ Stroud was in play until the S2 test results came out. Um and while I don't think Will Levis is going to be good, or maybe not good, I don't think Will Levis, if he's taken it to, is going to live up to be a top five pick. I think the Texans understand, one, the draft capital that this team has is insane. If you draft Will Levis and he sucks, you can just take another guy in the top five next year. They yep. have a they have another pick at I believe it's I 12, believe they 12. pick again at twelve. Yeah. 12, yeah, so you pick again at twelve. While yes, you could get Will Anderson, who I think would also be a very good pick. You're not guaranteed to get your guy. Because, again, you know that the Colts are sitting at four. They're taking a quarterback. You don't know what any of the other teams behind them are doing. Um, so I, th- I think Will Anderson is the move. Or not Will Anderson, I'm sorry. I think Will Levis is where they're going to go. Um, again, I- I'm not sure it works out, but it- it's the Texans. It wouldn't shock me. Um, all right. This is a pick that I just saw on Twitter a couple minutes ago before we started recording. The Cardinals are openly shopping their pick. So it may not be the Cardinals picking at three. Keep that in mind. Um, and when I say keep that in mind, I mean, if you're listening to this, keep that in mind. Um, for tonight, not, not during this, this, not call. during this. Tonight. So, so Daniel, the, Arizona Cardinals with their stupid new uniforms are going to be selecting who? So stupid. I'm going Jalen Carter. I don't, and I, here's the thing. I think Arizona picks at number three. They've been trying to trade that pick for apparently two months, according to sources. I don't think, I don't think they get, they, they get it. Uh, I think it's going to go Jalen Carter. I mean, they're trying to build around Kyler Murray they need they need to beef up the defense a little bit. I think they're going to go Jalen Carter. I mean, he was a beast at Georgia. That's my pick. I'm also taking Jalen Carter. I know there's a lot of controversy with this guy as well, um, but it's that it was for me for the Cardinals. It was between him and Will Anderson of who I was going to have them take. And I think even with all everything that's happened, I still think they take Jalen Carter. 
Um, again, with same with Max, for me, this came down to Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. Um, a guy that I think if Arizona keeps the pick, a guy I also think they could go after is Paris Johnson Jr., the tackle from Ohio State. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Him or Skaronsky, the tackle from Northwestern. Um, it would not shock me if they don't go defense here, if they take the best offensive lineman that they deem. Um, those, those two are like up there with high offensive line talent. It's insane. Right. Um, for me, again, personally, and I'll talk about this later when I have this guy going, I think Peter Skaronsky's the best tackle available in the draft. Um, but for me, I really think that Arizona was going to take a guy that they knew could help them on the pass rushing side. And so with that, I, I think they take the best defensive player in the draft and that's Will Anderson Jr. Um, I mean, that guy is an absolute dog, um, could have came out last year and been a top five pick. Um, and to be completely honest, it wouldn't shock me if Will Anderson Jr. had went in last year's draft if he would have been the number one overall pick um, over Tavon Walker. Um, I, I think that Will Anderson Jr. will be very successful, very fast, and is going to make an immediate impact. Um, so I, I think Will Anderson Jr. is the pick there. All right. Uh, moving on, number four overall, the Indianapolis Colts. Daniel will select Will Levis. Uh, they have apparently been obsessed with Will Levis. Will Levis is on the top of their board, apparently. I and I don't think Will Levis gets picked top three, so I think that the Colts will immediately grab him at four. I think the Colts taking Will Levis. It's he's the best quarterback available. You know you're going to take a quarterback. Take Will Levis. So, obviously, I can't have the Colts taking um, Will Levis. Before I do that, the Lamar Jackson contract. Oh, finally out. <laughs> Five years, baby. Five years, $260 million. Without an agent. How, how much per year? Um, well, if it's five years, two sixty. That's over 50 a year. Good for him. I can't do that math in my head. I'm stupid. Um, <laughs> 51, and, 51 million a year. Yeah. I do not see anything that tells me if it is fully guaranteed or not. Yeah. No, no clue on that one. Congrats um, to Lamar. So, yeah, so, again, I can't have the Colts taking uh, Will Levis. So, I believe that the Indianapolis Colts will take Anthony Richardson, quarterback from Florida. Um, I think that the Colts understand um, – <laughs> I think the Colts. I think the Colts understand. I just sent. I just sent Daniel something on Twitter. Um, Literally, while you're in the middle of talking, you send. While that. I'm in the middle of talking, that's how good I am. Um, Dude. 
So I think Anthony Richardson, again, I think is, is somebody who's going to need to sit a year. I think the Colts are going to rush him and play him this year. But I think the idea, especially until he can fully get a passing game, is Jonathan Taylor and Anthony Richardson running read option every single play behind that offensive line. And to me, that wins. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Anthony Richardson for the Colts at, um, at four. Moving on, the Seattle Seahawks, who get this pick from Denver for the Russell Wilson trade, uh, select... All right, I'm going to set the scene. No we, I did this a couple times last year. Every time it made Anthony and Max mad, but I'm going to set the scene, okay? Pete Carroll, sitting in his draft room, oh, contemplating God. what he's going to do with the fifth pick. Oh, God. He sits there and is like, you know what? They wanted Geno Smith out of the league last year. They wrote. He didn't write back. But I want to be weary because we don't know how Geno, if Geno Smith can do this again. I need someone that can sit behind Geno Smith. Why not Anthony Richardson, who already has to sit behind someone for a couple for a year or two? We'll take Anthony Richardson. So if Geno Smith doesn't do good, that's fine. We'll throw Anthony Richardson in there. Because Geno Smith doesn't do good the, the, the next year, you got a high draft pick. You draft someone else, and you got Anthony. Oh my gosh, Anthony Richardson's going to Seattle. All right, scene set. Um, <laughs> listen, they gave that contract out to Gino. Gino had a fantastic year last year. Why not give him some help? And by help, I mean you're taking the best lineman in the draft and Peter Skolonsky. <laughs> Skolonsky. Uh, just give him more protection, make him be able to make those big plays. Uh, I think that's who the Seahawks take here. Um, I think the Seahawks take the best available player on the board, and I think that's Jalen Carter. Um, I think, you know, it never hurts to get more pass rush, um, and a run stopper. And if there's one thing that you're going to need in that division where San Francisco likes to run the ball, given that they have, you know, Christian McCaffrey and a bunch of no name guys who are also going to have a thousand yards rushing, um, you need a guy who can stop the run, but then, um, being able to add a little bit of pass rush, which, Seattle recently has not really been able to, to do. Um, I think Jalen Carter helps deal with both of those things. So I think, you know, you just take the best player available on the board, knowing that you have another pick later on in the draft. Um, so from the LA Rams, the Detroit Lions will pick at number six. Yes, I'm going to go Christian Gonzalez. I think that Christian Gonzalez is going to be the pick uh, for Detroit. First of all, round of applause for the just incredible jump that they've made. Uh, Dan Campbell's got them boys playing. I think a, you, getting a corner will uh, help them immensely, and I think that's who they're going to grab. I think if you're the Lions, you take the best player available, and that's Will Anderson Jr. Pair him up with Aiden Hutchinson, and you're you're, you're like an, at a very dangerous front line for that Lions defense. 
Um, I'm also going to go corner. I'm going to go with a guy who has trended late. And I will talk about this when I have Christian Gonzalez going off the board, but I have uh, Devon Witherspoon from Illinois, the corner uh, going uh, to the Lions. Uh, really trended late, had a really nice combine and pro day. Um, I think his intangibles are nice. I don't think he's as good as Christian Gonzalez is, and I will sing the praises of Christian Gonzalez in a little bit, but I think that Devon Witherspoon is is good enough that he, I think, would almost immediately almost be the best, if not second best corner on that team. I think he's a day one starter and very successful. Um. The Las Vegas Raiders at seven select Tyree Wilson. Um, they're trying to, they're really, they have, they need to just improve all around. And I think they're going to try to beef up their defense a little bit in a NFC South. That's not good. Um, but obviously you got to try to stop. The, the Panthers somehow. Uh, I think this might be a little bit of a reach, but because they're running out with Jimmy G next year, I think that they take Anthony Richardson and have their QB for the future. Uh, let him sit behind Jimmy G. If he gets injured, boom, there you go. <laughs> you can put Anthony Richardson in. Uh, so I think that's what they're going to do. Um. I also think Tyree Wilson is the pick here in a another world where Will Anderson and Jalen Carter don't exist. Tyree Wilson is the first defensive player taken. Um, that dude is an absolute monster. Um, he is so good off the line of scrimmage. The way that he just manipulates tackles to get to the quarterback is nuts. Yes, Daniel, for having I your- totally meant to say Raiders. I don't know why I said <laughs> NFC South. I I was looking at the next I was looking at the next team and I'm but I was t- talking about the Raiders. I had the right pick. Yeah. Yeah. I just was clarifying that. I know there was probably some confusion. I was confused, but I was, I was confused. gonna let you cook. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I so I read the pick for the Raiders. And then when I got to the second half of my spiel, I looked ahead at the next pick I have for Atlanta. Yeah, and I just started talking about the Falcons for some reason. Yeah, so yeah, I totally meant to say the Raiders. Just to be like that. Everything was right except my <laughs> NFC South comment. <laughs> I, guess, I know because you looked because you looked at it, me and you were like, "What?" <laughs> when Max said Jimmy G, I was like thinking, "Like, how did I miss Jimmy G going to Atlanta?" <laughs> he <did> Jimmy G. <laughs> like he totally went to the Raiders. I was like, "Am I got to correct this and correct this sucker?" Like, I'm <laughs> gonna have to expose his whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so since we're already there yeah. at number eight, the Atlanta Falcons will select. All right, this is the Falcons are selecting Devin Witherspoon. Um, I, I I'm not going to go into any detail because I've already messed up Atlanta once. So y'all talk. <laughs> um, I think you give. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Desmond Ritter, isn't it? That's their quarterback Des- that they're running Des- out there. Ritter will be their starter this year. I think you give him some help and you take Jackson Smith Najigba. 
Uh, I think getting a, a wide receiver one like that uh, to help out Desmond, I think would be really good for that offense. Um, the best corner in this draft will be taken by Atlanta and giving AJ Terrell a running mate of Christian Gonzalez. Um, when I tell you, I don't think I've seen a cornerback that I have been so convinced is top 10 talent in such a long, I feel like such a long time. I knew sauce Gardner was going to be really good, but I just, I get the feeling when I watched Christian Gonzalez at Oregon, that it was just different. Um, I absolutely adore Christian Gonzalez's corner. Um, I think he's a top three defensive player in this draft, maybe top four, at least. Um, I think by, if you're Atlanta, you grab Christian Gonzalez, knowing that you don't have to worry about your number one or number two corner for the next 10 years. Um, so yeah, I think Christian Gonzalez is the pick. Um, Moving on, number nine. Uh, Lamar's got 185 million guaranteed. 185 guaranteed. Yeah. Good for him, man. Um, moving on, number nine. This pick from the Carolina Panthers, the Chicago Bears. I think it's Paris Johnson Jr. Um, you're trying to build around Justin Fields. You got your receiver in the trade with DJ Moore. Um, I think they got to be able to protect Justin Fields because he's been getting hit a lot the last year too. I mean, and I think Paris Johnson will do just that. He did great for Ohio State, and I think that's the move. I think that um, the Bears are going to take Devon Witherspoon at nine. Uh, just have better better coverage in the backfield, and he's the guy to do it. Um, I'm also going Paris Johnson Jr. I, I agree. Uh, you've got to give Justin Fields some help. You don't necessarily have to worry about wide receiver anymore because, you know, you did get DJ Moore in the trade. So instead of taking the wide receiver with this first round pick, you can get a tackle that will help keep Justin Fields clean. So I think, uh, Paris Johnson Jr. is the pick. Uh, Philadelphia gets the number 10 overall pick from New Orleans and they're going to pick um, I'm going to go uh, I think his name I think he pronounced it Bijan Bijan Robinson uh, from, from Texas they need they need to run they need some more running with the matchup with Jalen Hurts and I think that read option will be nasty I just explain how much of a fucking crazy time it is that the Eagles could take Bijan Robinson. And I think that's exactly who they're going to take just to make that offense even more powerful. <laughs> um, good to see a running back go in the top 10. Again, uh, Bijan Robinson is going to be the pick if he's there at 10, which I believe that he will be. The only team that I think would even think about taking Bijan would be Atlanta. Um, I, I think Bijan Robinson for a team that is already stacked is just icing on the cake. Um, I, I hope he stays healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but time will tell. Number 11, Tennessee Titans. CJ Stroud. And um, let me let me explain because they have no confidence in Malik Willis, absolutely none. Uh, and I think we're we're a year away from them having no options because Tannehill's going to be gone when his contract's over. He's not coming back because uh, Tannehill's mad that they try to hire, get his replacement, and they're going to be he's going to be double mad when they try to get his replacement again. Um, and I think that they have no. I think they're going to try to cut bait with Malik Willis as fast as possible. But um, I think CJ Stroud is that guy, and he will have – honestly, it's a steal for the Titans. I think he's the perfect fit for Tennessee because they have already have such a good team around him. I mean, they almost won that division. And sign me up for CJ Stroud in at, at that Titans team. Like, with CJ Stroud Trevor – for Lawrence two times a year, sign me up for that. One hundred percent. You got Will Levis in that division too. That's a young division right there. Uh, I think that they take the next available, in my opinion, and they take Tyree Wilson. Uh, look, I know there's a lot of uncertainty about who your quarterback is, and if you're asking my honest opinion, they probably trade out of this pick to like get a quarterback using the leverage of a Tannehill or some or Malik, uh, whatever. So, uh, but I think they take the best available and they take Tyree. So this is this is really weird um, because there's not many times that me and Daniel have been in such sync when it comes to football because I also have the Tennessee Titans taking C.J. Stroud. Uh, and I'm just saying, last year, you made fun of my mock draft because we disagreed on every pick. And we've been on the line on more picks than any of us three. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the, reason that, the, the reason that I think it's C.J. Stroud, again, I think C.J. Stroud has the potential to be the best quarterback out of all of these, including Bryce Young. And I know I said the same thing for Bryce Young, but I believe it for both of them. Those two are the best. I I seriously believe that those two could be the best players in this draft. Um, I I really think the S2 test screwed him over. Um, And it's as simple as that. If, If you're Tennessee... You have no faith in Malik Willis. Ryan Tannehill is not the answer. And you have a roster that is aging and needs to win now. And honestly, needed to win last year is where this Titans team is sitting. Um, I think they give it one more go this year before it gets blown up. Um it wouldn't shock me if Derrick Henry is moved tonight. It would not shock me, especially if they really want a quarterback, mm-hmm. that Derrick Henry is a cardinal at the end of the night. Wow. If they really want it, they'll get it. There's going to be a lot of trades in this draft. I can already guarantee you that. All right. Let's – I'm, I'm going to – I'm going to try to get this one in really, really quickly. Uh, Cleveland traded the 12th overall pick for Deshaun Watson. So Houston on the clock. 
Darnell Wright. Going Darnell Wright, they're going to continue to try to beef up the O-line. I think in mind, since they got C.J. Stroud, I think you give him a weapon to play with, and I think you give him Jordan Addison out of USC, the wide receiver. So I think they're going to get um, the best player available at this point. For me, that's Peter Skaronsky. Um, Laramie Tunstall and Peter Skaronsky on both sides of your line, you were set for a long time, um, especially after you just gave Laramie Tunstall the biggest contract that a lineman has ever had. Um, I, I really think that you bolster and solidify your offensive line for the for years to come. Give Levis not only a good blindside blocker, but a guy to go on the right side of the line as well. Um, yeah, I think Skaronsky has to be the pick here, um, just given that he's the best available. Um, yeah. Uh, 13 for Green Bay. I've got Michael Mayer. I think they're going to get a tight end to give Jordan Love a weapon and you know try to help him out the best they can. Just 13. I think they also take a tight end, but I think they take Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. I think he's the he's the better tight end in this draft. And I think he's going to really uh, flourish with uh, Jordan Love. So for the first time in 100 years, the Green Bay Packers will take a skill position player in the first round. Uh, I have them taking Jackson Smith and Jigba as a 100% slap in the face to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> hey, look, it's it's not Aaron Rodgers' fault. The Packers should have FaceTimed him. He can't get phone calls, but he can get FaceTimes. That's right. their fault. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is, is the uh, the pick here. Sit him next to Christian Watson. I think that's a really good one-two duo. Um I, yeah, I, I think that this this is a Packers team that if Jordan Love is good, this is a Packers team who will be good offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will see with Jordan Love. I was massive on Jordan Jordan Love when he came out. Um, and I still hold out hope. But is this a a, a potential son for Mr. McAvoy? Jordan, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Add him to the list. Anthony's <laughs> gonna be the biggest Packers fan now that Aaron Rodgers is gone. Yeah, I don't have to hate him anymore. Nope. Ain't, we're, we're getting Anthony a cheesehead. Please do. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, Daniel's favorite team, the New England Patriots, and his boy Mac Jones. Daniel, who do you have your favorite team, the the New England Patriots, taking at fourteen? You can keep saying like a, a hypnotist. It's not going to make them my favorite team. Um, honestly, I really just wanted to be like they're getting a quarterback, but I'm not. Um, you know, there's no use to get a to get a wide receiver because why waste that when Mac Jones can't get the ball to him? Um, so I think they're going to at least uh, try to beef up the O line. And I'm going Nolan Smith. I think that they're going to take it. No, what'd you say? Aunt? I thought he said O-line, and when he said Nolan Smith, I was like, wait, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. 
<laughs> I I think they take a defensive guy here, but I think it, they take uh, Miles Murphy out of Clemson. So, Daniel, remember when I said that you and I were really in sync? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also have the Patriots taking Nolan Smith. Look at you guys. What the heck? So, so I swear we didn't talk about the about the mock draft. We really didn't. The only person who has seen my mock draft is Max. I have. Yeah. Um, so, funnily enough, um, I've heard rumblings that Tampa's going to trade up to this pick to take Nolan Smith, um, which I don't know how I feel about it, but that's okay. That's, you know. Uh, (laughs) moving on the new york jets with mr dark boy himself aaron Rodgers, are gonna pick who peter skaronsky for northwestern they they need a guard you got your qb although i do feel sorry for aaron Rodgers because they zach wilson did say that whoever they bring in he's going to give them hell in training camp so watch out aaron yeah he's really shaking in his boots it's really shaking uh i think they also get a uh, offensive guy i think they take uh, paris johnson jr out of ohio state to beef up that o-line so i'm going to continue the offensive line train um and they're going to take broderick jones uh the tackle out of georgia um i just i think that that's the 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 best pick for them you you need help on the offensive side of the ball um on the line um you're good at receiver you're good at running back if Brees hall looks like he did when uh when before the injury and i mean it's top five defensive football i they're going to be fine uh, the Washington Commanders at 16. They're one of the most poorly run organizations in NFL football. Um, they might be on like my most hated team list. Ron Rivera gets fired at the end of the year. Commanders select Am- Emmanuel Forbes. Sorry, bud. Kicking a guy while he's down. Damn. <laughs> um, I think that they take an offensive guy again. I'm keeping on that O-line train. I think they take Osiris Torrance out of Florida. Fellas, put your seatbelts on. Oh, boy. Are you setting the scene? Put your seatbelts on. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. So I set the scene. You tell us to put our seatbelts on. I just – I said put your seatbelts on. That's all I, I said. I, I asked if he was setting the scene. He didn't say that, though. <laughs> No, I just said put your seatbelts on. It's on. The Washington Commanders will select Hendon Hooker out of the University of Tennessee. Um, and here's why. Uh, they're not going to roll Sam Howell out there. Um, you at least, with Sam Howell, he's a young guy. Um, so you have time to figure it out. Hendon Hooker has a chance to be a fantastic quarterback. He's 25 years old, almost 26. At the end of his rookie deal, he will be 30. If you need to figure out if this guy is your guy, you have to take him now. And again, you can't roll out Sam Howell week one. I mean, you can but not when there's a guy left on the board. I think Hendon Hooker has to be the pick. I haven't taken Hendon Hooker in the second round. 
I don't think I so for me, that's five quarterbacks in the first round. Um, I think Ken, I think I think five quarterbacks will go. Um I think I don't know if they'll all be gone by 16, but I do think five go. I think Hendon Hooker has the potential to maybe be like a Lamar Jackson type where it's late in the first round. But I just I I couldn't see for Washington, I couldn't see anything that I felt made more sense because I'm looking at the defense. The defense is 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 fine. Could they have taken a corner here? Probably, but the cornerback position is so deep, and just the secondary position is so deep in this draft that I think that you can get a guy in the second round. Hendon Hooker is not going to be there when they pick again. Um, looking at the offensive side, you've got three really good receivers. In um, in Scary Terry, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, Logan Thomas, if he's healthy, is a great tight end. Antonio Gibson, you've got uh, Brian Robinson at running back. The offensive line isn't great, but it's not bad. The only thing they're missing is a quarterback. I said the same thing last year when it was Wentz and Heineke. And I still think Heineke's a good quarterback. And he's in Atlanta. Let me tell you, Heineke could start for Atlanta this year. He could. He should. He very well could. He probably yeah, should. <laughs> so I, I just, I think Hendon Hooker is who you have to go with if you're Washington. Um, Because I also think that there's another team three picks down that would take Hendon Hooker if he's there. And if you know the draft order, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, but we'll get there. Uh, Pittsburgh at 17. And I will say, since we're getting to the late first round, this was just reported by David Newton for Carolina Panthers. After the Panthers make the first pick, they will be looking to trade into the late first round. Just FYI. Take of that what you will. Panthers select Hendon Hooker in the late safe, late first round. Yeah, Bryce Young and Hendon Hooker. We said nobody else gets quarterbacks. <laughs> We've went through too long with no quarterbacks. We're grabbing two. We're getting all the quarterbacks. And we're having Matt Corral sit. So, Daniel, Pittsburgh at 17. Pittsburgh at 17. I am going with Broderick Jones. Um, I do like the strides that Pittsburgh have made. Um. And I think this will uh, help them get an offensive tackle to kind of, you know, make them just a little bit better. Because um, obviously they're, you know, they're young. So, and they're in a very competitive division now that um, Lamar Jackson is going nowhere. Good luck, Kenneth Pickett. Uh, I think that they get add more to the defense and they take a guy who I am very, very high on in Jack Campbell out of Iowa. I have them also going with the defensive side of the ball. I have them going with my second favorite corner in this draft. Um, I think this guy maybe was the 
I, I can't even explain how much I think this guy is going to be successful. And his dad was very successful in the NFL. And I think he will be just as successful. And that's Joey Porter Jr. Uh, the cornerback out of Penn State. I think bolstering that secondary in a um, division that has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, now Odell Beckham Jr. Um, uh, Mark Cooper's in Cleveland. Um, I, I think that you've got to have a good secondary knowing that six of your games are in that division. Um, so yeah, I think Joey Porter Jr. is the, uh, is the get here. Uh, 18, we're going to go with the Detroit Lions and their second first round pick. I'm going Miles Murphy, defensive end for Clemson. I really like him. You know, as a Duke fan, I watch SMA, a lot of ACC football. He really popped up on the screen. I think it'll be a good, a good addition. They get the second best corner in the draft in Christian Gonzalez. And that just makes that defense for the Lions even better. Uh, I think they get one of the best offensive playmakers in this entire draft. Um, and a guy who would be replacing a guy who I was very questioned. I, I questioned a lot as to why they traded this guy. Um, I think TJ Hawkinson's replacement is here. And I think it's Dalton Kincaid. Um, I think Dalton Kincaid, while I think Michael Mayer is the best overall tight end in this draft. Um, I think Dalton Kincaid is the bigger playmaker. And I think that that's what Detroit is going to go after here. Um, so I think Dalton Kincaid the tight end out of Utah is the pick. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 19. Anthony, I'm going to let you make this pick first. Oh, I don't have to go first. It's the, it, I don't have a special pick here. I'm just... <laughs> you're just... You're just living? I'm just living. Going Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. They're going to get an offensive tackle to protect Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Uh, I think they go on the defensive side, and I think they get Brian Branch out of Alabama. So for me, this really came down to two positions. Um, and I'll go ahead and say uh, the team I was hinting at with the Hendon Hooker pick was Tampa. I think if Hendon Hooker is there at 19, there's a real chance Tampa thinks about it. Um Ultimately, though, I don't think Tampa would take him unless he falls to the second round. Um, to me, it came down to two positions. Um, losing Jordan Whitehead last year hurt Tampa on the back end of the secondary a lot more than I think a lot of us thought it was going to. And so I think safety was a big area of need for us. So Brian Branch was the guy that I thought we were going to go to um, and a guy who I think we could still go to. Um, I don't think Brian Branch is the pick, though, um, because I think Tampa realized the importance of keeping an offensive line. Um, you know, having Kappa go down, 
losing uh, Ali Marpet to retirement, and then Donovan Smith just being an absolute piece of shit uh, blocking. <laughs> um, sorry, not sorry. Um, you won your ring and then just decided to not not do anything. Um, so I think they're going to go with the best offensive tackle available. Uh, Tristan Wirfs moving to the left side of the line to be the blind side uh, blocker. Um, I think they're going to take Darnell Wright out of um, out of Tennessee. This one, this for me, and I'll talk about this guy next because he's the next guy I have going. Uh, it came down to Darnell Wright and the next guy that I have going. Um, and it hurt me to take a Tennessee player. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks at 20 with their second first round pick. Jay Flowers. Uh, I think they're going to get a wide receiver for Geno Smith or Anthony Richardson. Uh, I think they go uh, defense again, and I think they get Kalijah Kansi out of Pittsburgh. I think they bolster the offensive line. And I think they take Osiris Torrance from Florida. It was all I could do not to give a Florida Gator to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but in good conscience, I just couldn't do it. Um, Osiris Torrance, a guy who played three, two, two or three years at University of Louisiana uh, with uh, Billy Napier and then transferred to Florida when Napier took over. Uh, uh, first team All American last year was a, an absolute stud uh, in the middle of that offensive line for Florida. Didn't allow a sack. I don't believe he allowed a pressure um, at all all season last year, moving up from uh, the group of five. So, yeah, I think Osiris Torrance is the pick. Uh, 21, the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going Jordan Addison. I think that they get a wide receiver to try to help Justin Herbert out a little bit and make a, make a push and not blow a 31-point lead. Um, and I think that's who they're going to grab. Uh, I have them taking a corner. I haven't taken Deontay Banks out of Maryland. I also think they go wide receiver here. I think they go with the next best guy available after uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong pick. Yeah, um, I think they go Zay Flowers out of Boston College. Uh, Boston College really wanted to convince him to come back. And I think that... Um, I, I think this is, again, something where they're going to th keep throwing offensive talent at the wall, hoping that they can score enough points to win a ball game. And, again, it's going to come down to the defense. And we all know how I feel about the Chargers. I don't need to say any more. Um, the Baltimore Ravens, who now won't need to pick a quarterback at 22. Mine's blank because I had a quarterback. <laughs> uh, I have been taking, I haven't taken a wide receiver in Quentin Johnston out of TCU. 
I had Hendon Hooker for what you're what you are wondering. I, I figured I kind of figured. <laughs> um, I think given that they knew that either the deal with Lamar was close or that they at least had Tyler Huntley, that they weren't going to go quarterback here. I was going to go wide receiver. They got Odell Beckham. I think a wide receiver would still be good to have, but we know the Ravens track record with drafting receivers. It's not good. Um, So what I think they did here is I think they went to the defensive side of the ball. And I think they grabbed miles Murphy, the edge from Clemson. Um, I, I think he's, he's really good. I think, he does really well getting off the line of scrimmage and making it difficult on tackles to contain him. You know, we'll we'll see after that. Uh, Minnesota, the Vikings at 23. Uh, for number 23, I have Joey Porter Jr. I... Uh, Vikings are a big X factor for how they'll be this year, but I think getting a corner will at least will at least help them be able to prove pretty good on the defensive end. And so I've got that. I was on the offensive side of the ball. I have them taking Zay Flowers out of Boston Top College. Uh yet again, Daniel and I kind of on the same wavelength. I'm taking Deontay Banks from Mar- uh from Maryland. Um, I really like Deontay Banks. Um, if, if Joey Porter jr. Wasn't in this draft, uh, I think he probably would have been the third corner to go. Um, but I, I think Deontay banks is just really, really good from Maryland. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars at 24. Will McDonald, the fourth, um, first of all, I need to give the Jacksonville Jaguars props. I love what they have been doing. They're going to be really good for the next decade, decade and a half. And I think Will McDonald's a good solid pickup. He's the center, right? Uh, no, he is a, um, I don't know. He's not center. I don't think, I don't know what part of the offensive end he's on. And then we went to Iowa state. He is defensive end. I was thinking of the kid from TCU who is a center. Uh, um, I have them going on the offensive side, but shoring up that O-line, and I think they take Broderick Jones out of Georgia. Help out uh, (laughs) T-Law. I think they stay defensive. Um, I think they get a guy to pair on the other side of uh, Josh Allen. I think they get Lucas Van Ness, the edge rusher from Iowa. Um, you got to love a corn-fed pass rusher, man. That's what that's what I'm here for is, is a corn-fed, big, beefy boy. Woo! That's what I'm here for. Uh, the New York football giants with newly – Extended quarterback Daniel Jones at 25. Deontay Banks. I uh, don't help him. Oh, yeah. I have them taking a, a wide receiver. Uh, just to give more weapons to good old Danny boy, I have them taking Josh Downs out of North Carolina. I don't think Josh Downs goes in the first round. I think he's gone in the first 
10 picks of the second. Um, I'm also going wide receiver and I'm going Jordan Addison. Um, I think Jordan Addison is just absolutely damn ridiculous. Um, what he did in the one year at USC was just, was just stupid. And then his career at Pittsburgh was, um, was even better. So I think, uh, I think Addison's the pick there. Uh, apparently they're America's team, the Dallas Cowboys at 26. Going Dalton Kincaid. Uh, I am going to have them take uh, Joey Porter Jr. Sure, get have a better defense. <laughs> I just want to talk about the phenomenon here because this doesn't happen. That Daniel and I are so in sync. That I, look, I'm not picking Dalton Kincaid because he's already off the board. I am taking Michael Meyer though. Um, <laughs> but again, the amount of times that Daniel and I, the same exact pick, have gone same position is nuts. Daniel, we'll never agree like this again. I'm honestly kind of just soaking this all in. <laughs> like, I'm shocked. Although we have honestly been agreeing more like we both think we're both picking a celtics lakers final we've both been respecting each other's nba teams which has never happened i don't know you've been really disrespectful the past couple days <laughs> i just said it was a bad loss i told you they were going to be atlanta i don't know I you, be... you you felt the need to let me know what nick wright thinks i've been i've been a Objective. Chris Broussard criticized the Lakers. Does that mean I'm down on the Lakers right now? No. I sent you the Skip Bayless stuff. And I also sent you Skip Bayless. Yeah, you got a barnyard goat. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't call Jason Tatum a woolly mammoth. I don't know. That's because nothing call him but the goat. (laughs) That's a joke. Don't don't make me send you that joke. That's a joke. Okay. Well, I'm. I won't make you send me peanut butter, but I would appreciate it if you didn't send me the gif. <laughs> Is that what you call it, gif? Yeah, that's what it's called, man. Max, Max, what's it called? It's 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 a gif. <laughs> really? It's not a gif. No. It, it could. It could it, I know it's supposed to be called a gif, but it's a gif. <laughs> the creator GIF. even calls it gif. A gif. A gif. It's like a gift without the t. Gif. Gif. So it's, it's what a toothless person calls a gift. Yeah, gift. a gift. Gift. A gift. Gift. Skip. Give me a gift. Skip. Uh, all right. 27, Daniel's second favorite team, the Buffalo Bills. Oh, screw them. Except DeMar Hamlin. I want him to succeed. Uh, Buffalo Bills, uh, Jameer Gibbs. They need running, so Anthony stop making excuses. Whoa, 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 Damn. I didn't give any excuses last year, did I not? It, it was, oh, no, you've been saying for years, they have no running. Josh Allen can't run and throw. He can't do it all himself. What do you expect? This what? is why they're not making that, I even said that after the, uh, what's his name? Uh, God, who's the guy they traded for? Uh, Dr. Colts. Um, Naheem Hines. Colts. Uh, yeah, Naheem Hines. I even said that. And I said, at the end of the year, after they lost, I was like, 
Yeah, because you really couldn't make any excuses because Josh Allen underperformed massively. I still think they can't run the ball, but that's another thing. But Josh um, Allen did not look good in the playoffs. I haven't taken uh, Mozzie Smith out of Michigan. Anyway, Anthony, I'm, I, you know, my comment was uncalled for. We, we've, we've, we've agreed a lot and been nice. My apologies. You know, it's okay. I had to explain to you what a what a gift was. So it's the downfall of the of the the likeness now. I think it I think already happened. Look, think- man, I don't want this work environment to become toxic like our last podcast. <laughs> very toxic work environment. It's a very toxic work environment. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say what I thought. I'll, I'll, I'll text it to you. I'm actually gonna switch my pick here. Um. I was going to take Emmanuel Forbes, uh, the um, corner from Mississippi State, but I think I think the better pick there is going to be Brian Branch, uh, the um, safety from Alabama. I, I think that that's who it's going to end up being. Uh, so I think I think I think Brian Branch <laughs> is where it's going to go. Uh, <laughs> glad you didn't take that. So glad yeah. you didn't say that. Uh, at 28, the Cincinnati Bengals. Mozzie Smith. Uh, I also think that they get an interior defense guy, but I think they take Brian Brees. I also can see that. Um, I went running back. They lost Samaje P. Ryan in the offseason. And Joe Mixon is either injured or in trouble. So I think they grabbed Jameer Gibbs here. Um, not only getting a guy who is explosive in open space. We have a trade. Nope. What's the trade? Cardinals just traded DeAndre Hopkins in the third pick to the Titans for the 11th and more. So CJ Stroud will be going number three. So, yeah. CJ Stroud is gonna <laughs> or Will Levis depends however they go. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. So DeAndre Hopkins is going to Tennessee. Yes. Wow. Wow. Interesting. So CJ Stroud is immediately gonna get a number one wide wide receiver and Derrick Henry. Yeah, not a good sleep. offensive line, but it's not official. They're working on it, but it's looking close. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, well, now that's really odd because the Cardinals are not going to get the guys that we said they would. No, they're not nowhere close going to get any of those guys. Okay, well, for the sake of our draft, we're not going to go back and change anything because that changes the rest of our draft for everybody yeah. else. <laughs> um, screw you, Arizona. You can't get your uniforms right. You can't make the trade during the draft. They drafted Bunch Josh assholes. Rosen. There's all you need to know. Bunch of assholes. Josh, you know what? I'm going to defend Josh Rosen. Josh okay. Rosen could have been good. If he had an O-line. If he had no line and they didn't, like, fire the coach after giving him nobody. <laughs> they said, hey, Steve Wilkes, here's a, here's a team that is nothing but ass. Win. Look, man, I love my boy Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes, Steve Wilkes got raw dog. 
by the Cardinals. Yeah. And honestly, if Frank Reich wasn't available, he would have been the head coach of the Panthers, though. Facts. All right. Um, Number 29 from the San Francisco 49ers, the New Orleans Aints. Kalija Clancy. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. Kalija Clancy. That, Clancy. that too. Uh, I think they picked Darnell White uh, right out of uh, Tennessee. I also have the New Orleans Saints taking Kalaja Cansey. <laughs> I don't know how this is happening. Uh, you said Darnell Wright, correct? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay. Um, moving down to the Philadelphia Eagles making their second first round pick at 30. Michael Meyer. I think they uh, just keep on adding to that O-line and they'd take Anton Harrison out of Oklahoma. So I think the Eagles know that they have one more year with Fletcher Cox. He has one more year in his contract. After that, though, I don't think they're going to re-sign him. So what I think they do is I think they take a guy who it, it would be available to play day one, but would most likely sit behind Fletcher Cox for a year and then take over. And that's going to be Brian Brissie from Clemson. I think that he fits right into that spot that Fletcher Cox has. And then, you know, once, once he either retires or leaves, will take uh fully take over. And finally to end the first round at 31 the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. I I do not have okay. I'm going to go I'm 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 going to take it, I'm going to make it audible if I can. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they trade this with, but they're going to trade it to somebody, and Hidden Hooker is going to go 31. I think there's going to be a team that really wants Hidden Hooker and trades with Kansas City. I don't think Kansas City really needs to make a pick, but I have no idea who they trade it to. That's the thing. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. <laughs> Dude, if Tampa, I- Bay, if Tampa Bay jumps back into the first round, Honestly, Hendon Hooker, I'd lose my shit. <laughs> honestly, if I had to pick teams that I think could, I have three teams in mind that could tra- that, that, that they'll trade up. Tampa's one, Atlanta's another one, and the Rams are another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have them taking Nolan Smith out of Georgia. Um. Tampa jumping back into the first round to take Hendon Hooker would make up for them trading out of the first round last year. I'll never forget your reaction. That was that was a reaction. It was the only thing I was looking forward to. <laughs> so here's the thing: I'm not used to picking that light like that late in the draft because you know we don't. We were picking top ten. I usually knew within the first hour. 
you know, I had waited three hours to find out we had traded the pick. And then we got Logan Hall. And don't get me wrong, Logan Hall was okay. <laughs> I'd rather have a first-round pick. Not going to lie. You know what we could have done with that first-round pick? Drafted somebody. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, hey. At, at third. <laughs> In about in, in two hours, I'll know who my pick is. It's kind of yeah. nice. <laughs> Buddy, we know who your pick is. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to wait <laughs> look, that man, long. But look, we're, we've been so incompetent for years and years. I, I, until I hear the words Bryce Young, I got to hear it. <laughs> I swear, if I hear the words Will Levis, I will become a fan free agent. You think I'm kidding? I will. I, <laughs> I do not want that mayonnaise coffee drinker as the quarterback for my team yeah but think about it man you love garrett cole do you see how will levis eats bananas you love he, bananas. He, he's, a, he's a burnt like a black banana peel you don't eat the peel i think he's perfect for you he's he's a carolina guy <laughs> he's a very carolina guy and he was using duke's mayonnaise which is the carolina mayonnaise no, mayonnaise is disgusting on all levels whoa <laughs> I, I can't do mayonnaise on anything. Whoa. I literally, if Matt Rule was still in charge, we'd be getting a kicker for the first pick. Well, at least you aren't the Buccaneers and trade like half your draft to take a kicker who sucks in the second round. It's true. Uh, Roberto Aguayo. What a time. Dirk Cutter was our quarter, uh, was our head coach. Dirk Cutter. Hey. Listen, Anthony, you should be happy. Creamsicle's back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, I, I'm, I'm going to say, I have the Kansas City Chiefs picking Quentin Johnson, the wide receiver out of DCU. I totally forgot that I hadn't made my pick yet. <laughs> We're over here reminiscing. <laughs> we just talked for like two straight minutes, and I hadn't even made a pick. Ian uh, Rappaport just cut down the Cardinals' Titans. I said Titans have not even contacted the Cardinals. Oh, it hadn't happened? <laughs> he said that he didn't contact the Cardinals. Oh, okay. Dove, Dove Clemens one that said it was going to happen, and then Ian Rapport just said, while the Titans have had conversations about a potential trade-up, they have not had any conversations centered around DeAndre Hopkins. Wow, okay. Fake news. Well, we just broke news and reported fake news in the same episode. He broke <laughs> fake news and debunked it all in the last 10 minutes. Great. Look at us. Hey, hey, look at us. Glad to be back. Look at us. Look <laughs> chaos, at us. baby. We're back to chaos. Look at us. Chaos. <laughs> well, everybody, uh, thank you for tuning in. I am literally going to start editing this podcast as soon as I end the call here in just a second. Uh, we hope you guys enjoy the draft. We will be back more consistent episodes. Uh, we're definitely going to have to start breaking down the Stanley Cup playoffs, mm-hmm. the NBA playoffs, get into some baseball talk because, boy, do I have a lot to say. Um, so from all of us here at the DCP Podcast, Max Bourne, Daniel Christian, I'm Anthony McAvoy, saying so long. We will see you guys soon. And enjoy sports, man. Just enjoy it. Mm-hmm.